Oh yeah, it is time to bring it down with Rita. One thing that I see time and time again is that when it comes to taking action in your business, there's an awful lot of panic and not enough disco. And that happens because there are so many ways to do so many things. If you aren't intentional with your time, then you're going to find yourself in this never-ending loop of doing the hustle. And the hustle, I mean, that's pretty old school. And while there's so much info on what you should do and why you should do it, barely anyone is showing you how to. So in these Break It Down episodes, I take a concept or a strategy and give you step-by-step instructions on doing it a little bit of why, and a whole lot of how, and that is a promise. These episodes are designed to be focused and short so that you can implement it all today, because we all know it is action that ultimately creates results. Get ready to get your groove on, because it is time to break it down. Today, I am giving you the skinny on what you need to be successful. You know, too often, we measure success by the things we are doing. Who has a to-do list and loves to check it off? And at the end of the day, you're like, I did these things, and therefore, it was a successful day. Or we measure success by what we're achieving and accomplishing. So in corporate America, that can look like getting the job or getting the promotion or getting the raise, getting the opportunity, getting to lead the meeting in our own business. That can look like um, getting the client, having engagement on our social media, having attendees show up for an event or a speaking opportunity. So all of these things that are external become the markers of our success. And what that means when we are defining our success through these external things instead of internally, is that we're putting success out of our control. And when we measure success internally, it's completely within our control. Because you see those things like the awards, the promotion, the client, the engagement in social media, these are all things that we can influence, but we can't ultimately control that outcome. And so we are just like leaving success up to chance. And what that means is the minute that we have it, we have to now achieve something else in order to keep it or to keep obtaining it because that external validation eventually dies down. And now we're left without a roadmap of how to be successful unless we go and we achieve this other thing. So in the last episode, I told you how to achieve success no matter what your goal no matter what your circumstance, and I explained why it is that all of this is happening, why we keep seeking external validation, why we use external markers to measure our success, and how by doing that, we put ourselves in the very situations that keep us from what we want. We talked about finding success now instead of climbing up this never-ending ladder to keep achieving it. And today, in this Break It Down episode, I am going to break this down into easy-to-implement steps. So if you didn't listen to the last episode, I do highly suggest that you go back and listen to all of the context around what we're talking about, because the Break It Down episodes are designed to be short 
and concise. It is about giving you only the steps, the how. The last episode was the what and the why so that you can go and implement this immediately. So let's get into it. Let me tell you the seven steps. Yes, it's a seven-step system (laughs) that you need to be successful. Step one. Okay, so step one. Now, before I get into it, I am going to say we are talking about business here. We are talking about entrepreneurship. You could use other areas of life and apply all of this equally and effectively, but we're going to talk about entrepreneurship. So I want you to think of that big picture. Well, I guess first even, I want you to view your success as like a map of the world with various destinations that you want to go to that help illustrate success for you. And I want you to think when it comes to your business, what is that first really big destination? Think of it like a continent. What is that first continent that you want to head towards and travel towards? So this is more big picture. So for me, it could be seven figures in my business. That's the first continent. Now, that's not my only measure of success, but for this, I think it'll apply very well so I can show you all of the steps. So let's say that my first destination is to be running a seven-figure business. What is your first destination? I want you to take a piece of paper. I want you to think about it. If you need to pause, go ahead and pause, but I want you to write that down. Now that you know where the destination is, step two is to figure out, well, what's my first stop? I mean, we're traveling not to a far, far, far away place that's like never, ever able to be reached, but we are traveling a good distance. And so there are going to be multiple stops that we need to make along the way. So I want you to think if it was a train and the train could get you to this ultimate first destination that you've picked, what is the first stop that the train will make? So on your trip towards the big picture, what is the first stop? So for me, right, this big picture, am I saying picture, right? It sounds funny when I say it through my headphones. I'm just going to share that with you right now. Um, But this Big picture destination for me is seven figures. So my first stop could be a couple of things. Maybe my first stop is to be fully booked with a waiting list. Or maybe my first stop is to make six figures. Or maybe my first stop is to be a paid professional speaker. Now, those are all stops that I have reached. <laughs> like That's why I use them as examples, right? I I am almost, I think I have one spot open right now. Well, in my mastermind group, that's about it. But I am fully booked with a waiting list. I have hit six figures in my business and I am a paid speaker. So now I have to go, well, okay, on this trip to seven figures, what's my next stop? So for you, it may be what's your first stop. For me, it's what what is the next stop? And I'll just use an example here of like, okay, I want to make $300,000. I'm going to use money because money seems to be really easily understood by everybody as an example. Um, But it could be anything, right? It can be any of those. I could want to be on the news. I could want to have my own TV show. I could want to publish a book. There are a lot of first stops that you can have. So I want you to think, what is your first stop towards that big picture destination? So for this example, we're saying my big picture, seven-figure business owner, and the stop that I'm trying to get to next is going to be $300,000 revenue in my business, okay? All right. Step three, is what are the actions that you need to take to get to that first stop? I want you to think of your actions like a punch card. So how much time are you giving yourself to get to that first stop? Are you giving yourself a month? Then you would have 30 punches or 31 if it's a 31-day month. Are you giving yourself, you know, 
nine months, right? If you're giving yourself the rest of the year, then you have 270 punches. And each punch represents an action. And so, or taking an action. So here's what I, I mean. I want you to set a timer. This is step three. Set a timer for about 30 minutes. And I want you to brainstorm every single thing that you can do to hit that first stop. So for me, hitting $300,000, I would brainstorm everything that could happen. Assign X number of clients, get paid this much for a speaking engagement, take on this many intensives, like do this opportunity, right? I would sit down for 30 minutes and just brainstorm everything that came to mind, even if it was like tap dance on the side of the road. I mean, obviously, and thank goodness for you that you don't have to see this. I am not going to tap dance on the side of the road. But I say that because I want you to write everything that comes to your mind, even if it doesn't make sense, because you can always go back and you can edit it. <laughs> you can cross things out that you're not going to do. You can tweak and refine. So this is just the brainstorming portion. So if you wrote get fully booked with a waiting list as your first stop, you're going to take 30 minutes and really think, what is every single thing I can do to get fully booked? Well, fully booked means seven clients or whatever that is for you. So then what do I need to do to get those clients? Okay, well, I need to follow up with these people. It can be specific names, right? Get as detailed as possible. Follow up with person A, follow up with person B, reach out to people I spoke to at this event and offer a free masterclass and then offer free calls. I could show up and speak here. I could lead a Facebook Live. I could email old clients for referrals. I could put in an incentive program for current clients to send me clients, right? Like you just brainstorm everything that comes to your mind. And what you're trying to do is brainstorm enough actions to fill the punch card so that you have one punch a day. So each action becomes one punch. So let, let's say it's like, follow up with Sue, right? Well, then that's one of my things that I brainstormed. Okay, cool. Um, when I follow up with Sue, now that's a punch, right? Now, maybe there's one that's like multiple days. It's like run a masterclass. Okay, cool. So maybe that takes like five days to like set up the masterclass, advertise the masterclass, run the masterclass, you know, do follow-up calls from the masterclass. So that's a punch every day, even though it's the same thing. As long as I'm taking an action towards that thing, it counts as a punch, right? The idea will be if you just do one thing every single day, you are moving forward towards that first stop. But you need to measure it. You need to know. But for you to know how many actions do I need to take, you need to know, well, how long am I giving myself? And what is the first stop I'm trying to get to? Because that defines the actions that I'm going to take. So now in this, situa in this situation, in this example that I'm giving you, the first destination, that big destination for me, being a seven-figure business owner, the first stop making $300,000 of revenue in my business, for example. And then um, then the actions, right? That can be all kinds of things from getting certain speaking engagements to diversifying my revenue stream in certain ways to following up and signing certain clients to, you know, making a pitch to a corporation to leverage some media to write a book and sell it. Like there are a lot of things that I can do to reach that. So I'm going to brainstorm them all list them all out on a piece of paper. And then I'm going to say, okay, how long am I giving myself to get to this first stop? So for me, it's nine months, right? It's by the end of this year, I want to have generated $300,000 of revenue in my business. So now it's like, okay, I need to have at least 270 things to do, or at least things that will take, you know, one action a day to advance them forward for 270 days. Now, all of that is still external 
right? That's still measuring success externally. But we need to have the roadmap. We need to have the roadmap and the idea of where we're trying to get so that we can create our internal definition of success, which is what we're going to do now. So now that you've done the first three steps, right, again, step one is what is that big picture, that big destination? Step two is what is your first stop to get there? Step three is what are all of the actions that you can take to get to that first stop? Step four is, well, how are you going to feel when you get there? When you get to the first stop, when you get to fully booked with a waiting list, when you've made six figures, when you've made 300,000, when you are a sought after public speaker, when you've published the book, when you've gotten on the media, whatever that first stop was for you, how are you going to feel once it's happened? Right? That's the internal. So will you feel secure? Will you feel excited? Will you feel uh, relieved? Will you feel, I don't know, making up words. It's so funny how every time I put myself on the spot, I don't know if anyone else is like this, but I can't think of any words to say. It's like I keep thinking of the same emotions over and over. But excited, peaceful, secure, uh, belonging, seen, whatever it is. Like, how are you going to feel once you have reached that place? And then I want you to ask yourself, how can I feel that way now? Or those ways now. So let's say that once I reach $300,000, I'll feel secure. I will feel excited and I will feel completely abundant. Okay. So then my, my question to myself is, well, what can I do to feel secure right now? What can I do to feel completely abundant right now? What can I do to feel excited right now? If I'm going to feel joyous once I've reached $300,000, then it's, well, what can I do to feel joyous right now? And I can tell you, I say this in other podcast episodes, I love fresh flowers. When I have fresh flowers around me, I feel joyous. So I could go buy fresh flowers. I could order myself flowers. I could have them around me. That would make me feel joyous. What would make me feel excited? Maybe doing something new, maybe going and speaking up in Clubhouse about something, maybe reaching out to a friend or trying a new meal. I mean, there are all kinds of things that I can do in my life to make me feel excited. The point being, once you know how you want to feel, you need to stop waiting to achieve the thing. Remember, that's the external thing. And you need to find a way to actually feel that way right now so that you can feel the way you want to feel today without having to wait until you've accomplished some arbitrary external marker of what success is. And this becomes important because like attracts like, right? Joyous attracts joyous. You can't be like, despondent and miserable and attracts something of joy. You can't be successful and attract something that is not successful. You can't be healthy and be a beacon and attract, right, things that aren't healthy in terms of like that energy, right? You're on a different level. You're on a different plane because you're making decisions and acting as that person. So if I'm not a joyous person, I am doing things a very sad person would do. Maybe I'm staying in my house. Maybe I'm not talking to anybody. Maybe I'm whatever it is, right? But if I'm feeling joyous, I'll probably be smiling at everybody and I will be waving and I will be dancing around. And like everything that I attract from being that different person will be different, right? So we really want to feel now the way that we want to feel once we've arrived at the goal that you've set. So that is step four, is to identify how you will feel when you get there. So for example, me getting to 300,000, how will I feel? And I said secure and excited and completely abundant. And then I can say, well, how can I feel that way now? 
right? Secure might be I can um, hug my husband. And abundant may be I can just write down everything I'm grateful for that I have right now. And uh, excited could be texting a friend, right? What are things that I can do to feel that way now? Now that you've done that, you can move on to step five. And step five is to set the intention behind all of this. So the power is in the decision. Now, I've done an episode before. You can go back a couple of episodes and find an episode around what's the difference between a goal and an intention. I give you a lot of detail there. I'm not going to go into that now. But just know that the power is in the decision. And what we're doing this intention for is to talk about the decision and how it's going to happen. So you're deciding that this thing is happening, and now you're going to decide how it's going to happen. And here's how you're going to do that. I want you to decide that it's completely and totally inevitable that you're going to achieve this thing. So whatever that first stop was, it's completely and totally inevitable that now I'm going to say I because that's how you would say it. Right? You would be using I. So like for me, it would be it's completely and totally inevitable that I generate $300,000 of revenue this year in my business. For you, it might be, it's completely and totally inevitable that I am fully booked with a waiting list, or it's completely and totally inevitable that I get on Good Morning America, or it's completely and totally inevitable that I generate six figures in my business, or it's completely and totally inevitable that I am a sought-after paid speaker, right? So whatever your first stop was, you're going to insert it into this sentence. It is completely and totally inevitable that I dot, 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 right? Your first stop. But that's not where we're ending. You're adding a piece. So now it's it's completely and totally inevitable that I dot, 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 and I do it while dot, dot, dot. So what we're doing, we're deciding it's happening. It's completely and totally inevitable. There's no way that this isn't going to happen. But the second piece, and I do it while dot, 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 that's the intention behind it, the how it will happen. So for me, my example, it's completely and totally inevitable that I generate $300,000 of revenue in my business this year, and I do it while prioritizing my health, cultivating relationships, and having fun. Let's use those. So I do it while prioritizing my health, cultivating relationships, and having fun. So this is what do I want to be true? What are all of these priorities? Like, and the reason, the way I came up with them is thinking, well, what do I want to be true once I'm generating $300,000 of revenue in my business this year? Well, I want to be hanging out with my friends. I want to be working out more. I want to be outdoors doing things more. I want to be traveling and experiencing new things and going out with my husband on great dates. You know, the world will be reopened and I want to do all of this stuff and I want to be going to conferences and cool, right? So I boiled that down to, I want to be prioritizing my health. I want to be cultivating relationships, and I want to be having fun. So that's my intention behind the goal. That's my intention behind the first stop, okay? So it's completely and totally inevitable that I dot, 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 and I do it while dot, dot, dot. That's step five. Now, step six is to ask yourself every single day, what is one thing I can do today to dot, dot, dot? And you're going back to the intention. So now that I know my intention behind the goal, prioritize health, cultivate relationships and have fun, I need to ask myself every single day, what is one thing I can do today to prioritize my health? What is one thing I can do today to cultivate a relationship? What is one thing that I can do today to have fun? And those are the things that I need to do. So 
I need to do them every day. Now, here's the joy in this. There is no way that I cannot do it because I'm in control of all of the things that I can do. So I need to know what are all the different ways that I can cultivate a relationship. I could send a letter. I could send a text. I could sing a song. I could, you know, I could share somebody's uh, accomplishment. I could support somebody in some other way. I could connect a person to a person, right? There are all kinds of ways that I can cultivate relationships. And so I can pick a way every single day that's in alignment with my energy and my time for that day. So prioritizing health, it may mean going to the gym. It may mean just stretching for two minutes in my bed. It may mean getting a full night of sleep. It may mean uh, drinking eight ounces of water six times a day or eight times a day, however much water you're supposed to drink a day. Maybe it means that, right? Maybe it means uh, talking to my therapist because prioritizing health also includes mental health, right? So it can mean a variety of things. And I can every day pick one of the things that is in alignment with my time and my energy for that day. So now there's no way to not do those things. So now I am fully living the intention behind the goal. So now I'm feeling the way I want to feel once I've reached the goal now. And I'm experiencing the things that I want to be true once I've reached the goal now. I don't have to wait, right? All of this, the feeling, the intention behind the goal, that's all internal. And I'm able to experience that now, meaning I can be successful now. But there's one other piece of this puzzle. So now you've got kind of the external, where you're headed, where you want to go, and the actions that'll get you there. Now you've got that internal definition of success, which is how are you going to feel and what do you want to be true for you, the intention behind the goal. But all of that is still not enough, right? You still have to be the kind of person to do those things. So step seven is to become to become the kind of person who would step into those intentions, to become the kind of person who will feel those ways every day, to become the kind of person who would reach that first stop and that ultimate destination. You have to decide, who do I have to be? How do I have to show up in the world? Because who you are being, that is the ultimate internal definition of success, is who are you being, not what are you doing. In fact, you might have heard, right, we are all human beings. We are not human doings, right? But it's true. That is the ultimate definition. Who am I being? How am I showing up in the world? That is 100% within your control. That is the only thing that is 100% within your control is who am I being in the world? And that means what am I doing to feel the way I want to feel, to show up the way I want to show up, right? Who am I being? So this statement for step seven that you're going to complete starts, I am a person who dot, dot, dot. So look back at that destination, right? Look back at the first stop. Look back at the intention behind the decision, right? So if my first destination is seven figures and that first stop is $300,000 in revenue and I am the kind of person who, you know, feels excited and um, I'm prioritizing my health and cultivating relationships, then my statement may be, I am a person who, right, but who do I need to be to reach seven figures? Like, I am a person who shows up every day, honors my time boundaries, asks for what I want. That's what I need to generate $300,000. That's what I need 
to hit seven figures, I'm the kind of person who, right, I'm a person who gets visible every day, who asks for what I want, who proactively reaches out to people for uh, potential clients, who enjoys the process, who honors my time boundaries, right? That's all what needs to be true for me to be the person who would make seven figures, for me to be the person who would hit 300000 in revenue, for me to be a person who is prioritizing my life, right, my relationships, for being the kind of person who's having fun. I have to enjoy the process. I have to have good boundaries. I have to honor my time blocks. I have to um, get visible every day. I have to proactively reach out to people and invite them to work with me. These are all things that have to be true. So I am the kind of person who, I'm going to put this in a fitness category right now because this is easier for people to see sometimes when it's outside of business. Let's say that you want to, uh, your big picture is like completely healthy and that first destination is like a goal weight that you have or something, right? Well, really, right, for you to reach that weight, for you to have that optimal health level, you need to be the kind of person who does what? I am a person who eats nutritious food, gets plenty of sleep, drinks sufficient water, moves daily, right? That is who you have to be. So that's what you're deciding. I am a person who, because this conquers a piece we really dove into in the last episode, which is that feeling of enoughness. If you are showing up as the person you want to be, you will connect with the feeling that you are enough simply because you are, simply because of how you're showing up in the world, simply because you're breathing air and you're existing, and it conquers that enoughness. Because when we're not taking action, it's usually due to not feeling like we're enough. So you could always, if you're finding yourself not taking action, and I talk about this in the last episode, you can always say, well, if I thought that I was smart enough, if I thought that I was funny enough, if I thought that I was interesting enough, would I do this thing? And if the answer is yes, right, then you know it's an enoughness issue. And so this, when you show up as the person who you want to be, you know I'm doing what I can. I'm 100% successful. I'm showing up as what I want. And you will feel enough. You will connect with that enoughness. That's why this is important. So step one, what is that big destination? Seven figures, six figures, media mogul. Like what is your big definition for success in your business, that big destination? Step two, what is the first stop on your way there? Fully booked, six figures, sought after paid speaker, getting on your local news. What is that first stop? Step three, what are all the actions that you need to take to be able to get to that first stop? Step four, how are you going to feel once you've arrived at that first stop? And what can you do to feel that way right now? Step five, what is your intention behind the goal and what is your decision? The decision being it is completely and totally inevitable that I dot, 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 hit that first stop. And then it's completely and totally inevitable that I hit that first stop and I do it while... And that's what do you want to be true? That's your intention behind the goal. And then step six, what is one thing you can do every day to live out that intention in a way that's in alignment with your time and your energy? And then the final step is identifying who do I have to be so you can become the person now who is the person to do these things, reach the first stop, reach that final destination. All of this together helps you define success internally because then, right, you're in control of experiencing success and you can do it now. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait for an accomplishment or an achievement or external validation or any of that. You have it and you have it now. And this becomes important because like we said, 
like attracts like. Things of like energy attract each other. So by being successful now, you will attract the things that bring you success in your life, right? Things that bring you success are attracted to successful people. If you're waiting to be successful until you've achieved successful things, you'll never achieve successful things because you're not yet a successful person. And so they're not attracted to you. So first you have to, it's like people are like, well, once I've done these things, then I'll be successful. No, no, no. Only by being successful will you achieve those things. And therefore, where does success come from? It comes from deciding, deciding that you're successful now, right now. And that definition of success can happen when you define it by who you are being and not what you are doing, how you are showing up in the world, who you are being, who will be the person to live out that intention, who will be the person to hit that first stop, who will be the person to reach that ultimate destination. So I hope that this Break It Down episode was helpful for you and that you'll join me next week on another episode of the Read and Made Me Do It show where I am live coaching someone incredible on this process. We are really going to step into what is that destination? What is that goal? What does that look like? And you're going to hear it from someone else as we go through this process live. And that's all happening on the next episode of the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Have a great day and I'll talk to you next week. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Read and Me Do It show. And my goal is to share this business boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser focused and go all in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to readamamedoit.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.